Very appropriate to begin today. As we begin every day, Baruch Hashem, we're blessed to, to begin a new day. Today is Asara Beteves. Where is Yaakov Deitch? This is for you, Yaakov. Asara Beteves. Why Asara Beteves? So I'm reading from, from 24-7-12. The 10th of Teves commemorates the beginning of the end of the first base Amigdash. It was the day that Nebuchadnezzar's Babylonian army laid siege to Jerusalem. It's when they started the process of the destruction of the Beis Amigdash. Like all fast days, the 10th of Tevis is not only a day to refrain from eating, but it also requires self-introspection and self-improvement. As we've been saying, like we said last night, as we said this morning, as we'll continue to, to say, is that Asara Bateves is a time of our building, our personal Beis Hamikdash. That's the purpose of the destruction of the Beis Hamikdash. is only a metaphor of the internal struggles of the Jewish people. Right? It just manifests itself. We just see it in the outside. When the Beis Hamikdash is destroyed on the outside, when anything happens on the outside, right? If there is no, if there is no enemy within, then the enemy without, on the outside, can do us no harm. If there is no enemy within, so whenever there's an enemy and you hear about Iran and you hear about anti-Semitism and you hear about Hamas and you hear about any enemy on the outside, don't be, don't be, um, conf- uh, what's the word? Don't be fooled to think that it's the outside enemy. It's always the inside enemy, the enemy within each and every one of us, whether it's an enemy within Klal Yisrael, right? Whether it's the Jewish people fighting amongst each other, that's that, or it's a person having his own fights within himself, his own conflicts, whether it's husband and wife, right? Fighting with each other. Right, that's all fighting and fighting and fighting, which creates the ultimate destruction. Destruction of the base of Mikdash is only a sign that there's an inner destruction. And today is a day where it's not just about not eating. Today is a day where we can somehow, whatever it is, so there's no more appropriate way for us to talk about the base of Mikdash than to talk about purity of speech, the way we talk about other people, the way we look at other people, Judging Lakafschus, as we learned this morning. Um, and that's the Avoda, right? Everyone wants to know what's the Avoda of Asar Batevis? The Avoda of Asar Batevis is to do Teshuva. It's for a person to do Tshuva. What does that mean to do Tshuva? Okay, easier said than done, right? Do Tshuva. Tshuva is a massive, massive project for a person to do, right? Tshuva is not something that is a uh, cute word doesn't mean uh, repentance, do tshuva, right? Tshuva is, is, uh, is taking your life more seriously, is taking your life more... Now, taking your life more seriously doesn't mean that you might need to take a little vacation. That could be, mean you also need a vacation. That could be taking life seriously also because you take life so seriously that you may have to make sure that you take care of yourself and you may take a vacation. That could also be taking life seriously. For other people, it might be you're too much on vacation. you got to work harder, right? Whatever it is. Everybody has to know what their teshuva is. If teshuva was so simple, right, we would just have a checkbox and say, okay, I did teshuva, I did teshuva, I did teshuva. It's much more complex than that. So Asara Batavis is a time... Uh, not just to eat, right? It's good not to eat. That's not even a tshuva. It's like a mitzvah not to eat nowadays. Sorry, uh, Shalma Zalman. Right? But it could be a, uh, right? Else the restaurant, I'm saying. The, uh, what, what's the pshah? Meaning, it's okay. Baruch Hashem. No, we're, none of us are malnourished. <laughs> right, right. Okay, good. That's why it's twice a week. Exactly. Perfect. Exactly. Right? What? Take Right, okay, good, but it's true. But what's the pshat? The pshat is, is that, Baruch Hashem, nobody here is malnourished. Baruch Hashem, nobody here is chaser. Nobody, right? We all come from the land of obesity, 
right? We all come from the land of America, which is the number one obese country. We're proud to say, proud to be American. I'm proud to be American, right? I'm proud to be an American, right? That, we are, that, that it's the most obese country in the entire planet. So we're not malnourished from our food. It's okay to go a day without eating a little bit. It's okay. It's not going to hurt anybody. But the key is to introspect. That's the key. I think introspect. Introspection. Should we just do a few halachas? Yeah, once we're here, we could do halachas, right? Um, you are not allowed to drink and eat. That's really the main prohibition. Uh, believe it or not, you may brush your teeth. I always tell guys, you may brush your teeth. There's a machlokas, whether it's Tisha B'Av or this and that. Brush your teeth. Yom Kippur, for sure not. That's Tom. Different thing. You brush your teeth. But I always say also, you could brush your teeth on a fast, especially a fast like this that commemorates the Vahaftalur Echa Kamocha. You know, you're brushing your teeth also. It's okay to brush your teeth. You could use mouthwash as long as you make sure not to swallow. Okay, you're allowed to shave, you're allowed to shower, you're allowed to get a haircut, and um, do laundry. Uh, listening to music is permissible, but it's probably inappropriate to listen to upbeat, joyful tunes. Okay, I'm just reading from him. Um, if you need to really to listen to calm music to relax, you may, but preferably not to listen out loud. Okay, that's, that's uh, uh, anyone can speak privately to someone if they need to listen to music, whatever the music. But the point is, the bottom line is, it's a day to take a few minutes and to figure out how you, how you could better yourself. If that could be by learning more Torah, it never hurts to learn more Torah. I don't think anybody uh, could ever get uh, uh, lose by learning more Torah. You could do chesed. I don't think anybody could ever uh, lose by doing chesed. Do a little something, whatever it might be, to improve, that's all we can do. And we're going to continue as we always do, Baruch Hashem, with purity of speech, right? We can strengthen ourselves in purity of speech, which we're going to start right now. Um, we're up to page, uh, day 68, page 176. Um, and how important it is to uh, be sensitive about speaking about other people, we could be more sensitive and more sensitive and more sensitive. As someone was just telling me, a big tzaddik over here in the yeshiva was just telling me a, a circumstance where he started a new concept and a chavrusa, learning purity of speech. And he was just talk, we were just talking about it, how the example we said of beating up somebody with a bat, that that's like Lashon Hara, uh, when you beat someone. So he was talking to me about, you know, if we would be makpit, if we would look at you know, uh, talking Lashon Hara like you're literally smashing someone with a bat. We've said that because that's really Maka'ish Baseser, as, as, as it says. That you're Maka'ish Israehu Baseser, maybe that's the Pusik, right? That you, you literally hit your friend. You literally hit your friend privately. When a person talks Lashon Hara, you're literally beating up your friend. So to have that sensitivity towards Lashon Hara, that before a person says, oh, it's a mitzvah for me to say Lashon Hara, right? It's Litoelis, it's not Litoelis. At least to have that sensitivity, at least to learn the halachas of what's considered um, Lashon Hara and what's not considered Lashon Hara. Okay, halacha and practice. As we said yesterday, what to say when someone pressures you to speak Rechilas. Oh, and I learned that halacha last night with my family during supper. I just want to say this, because this reminded me, well, what page was it? One second. This is something we've spoken about, and I asked my son what page it was, because it was a great, it was something that we forget sometimes. What page is it? 147, I think. Hold up. Um, it was saying that that you're allowed to talk Lush and Hara. Let's say someone, one second. If someone says, hold on, your spouse. Oh, here it is. This is very important. I want everyone to hear this. Very, very important. I'm skipping. Maybe this will be the halacha. Page 141, day 53. I just want everyone to hear this because we've spoken about this in sheer many times. I want to clarify. It's so, so important. Okay, here we go. If one is emotionally hurt, right, this is so good. Um, actually, let me start with the first thing. Some people think it is okay for husband and wife to have free-ranging conversations. This is false. The Isser of Lashon Hara applies even between husband and wife. 
if either spouse wants to discuss negative information for a constructive purpose, all rules of toelis must be met, which we haven't learned that yet, but we will, God willing. Okay, now, this is the key that I wanted to share with everybody. If one is emotionally hurt, if one is emotionally hurt, then one may share his feelings to his spouse or friend. Interesting. For example, you are a teacher, and one of the principals in your school insulted you. You may tell your friend or your spouse about it so that he or she can help you deal with the situation. Like we've spoken about going to a therapist, we've spoken about venting. This is so, so important. Why? He says, but there are these three following conditions. Number one, if possible, try not to reveal the name of the person who hurts you, obviously. But if you need to, you need to. But he says, try not to reveal the name. But if someone really hurts you and you're hurt, and you go over to your friend, you say, listen, this guy really hurt me. This person really hurt me. That's number one. Number two, if possible, try to tell only one friend about it so that he or she can make you feel better. You have no right telling a few people about it. You heard this, Rabbi Tzvi? It's unbelievable. You see, understands, right? This Hilchus Lashon Chesed. He says that if someone hurts you, if one is emotionally hurt by somebody, you are allowed to share your feelings with a spouse or a friend on the following conditions. Number one, that you try not to mention the person's name. Number two, that you only tell one person. You can't tell other people. And here we go. Number three, this we've spoken about. The person to whom you choose to unburden yourself is someone who is careful in Hilchus Lashon Hara, and preferably the type who will help you, I mean, he says, view your boss in a positive light, which is good, or will help you realize that it's something that you have to work on, something, whatever. But the point is, is that you're allowed, I just, I know we've spoken about this, maybe this, this is probably where I got it from, but just, I did it last night, and I said, oh, I want to just, we have to remember this, we should mark this, make a mental note of page 141 um, to remember this. It was such a chizik. Question, comments on that? We could, we could, uh, Question, comments on that? What? Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's not as practical. That's not as, uh, I guess, practical. But yes, I would assume if someone hurt you, yes. So if someone's venting to me, they'd be like, oh, did you tell, did you tell someone else this yet? Because otherwise you can't tell me. That could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. Could be. Okay. Yeah. Could be. If someone's coming to you saying, I got to tell you, you have to say, wait, wait, wait. Before we start this conversation... Right, let's get let's get it clear. I think the person would be very would respect you. Am I just another guy who you're who you're you know who you're using me to to vent? Right, that's true also. Right, right, right. Beautiful, good question. Yes, I wrote. His cut. I asked him that. So if if someone's venting to me, should I ask him like, hey, did you talk to someone else? Because it might not be the right situation. So what's your answer to? Because we're saying you got to make sure that you're not telling five different people. You're not venting to the whole world. You walk around, you vent to the whole dorm, you know, something that happened to you. That's pure Lashnara. You go to one friend. Even if you don't say the guy's name? Right, so that, that, that's already, that's okay. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah, Roni. I'm satisfied with what that one friend Good, 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 yeah. Good. So, so you could probably go to somebody else. Again, it's all your intention. If your intention is right, everyone knows, right? Everyone knows that uh, themselves. Am I sitting at the lunch table? Am I sitting at in the dorm room? Am I sitting wherever, wherever I'm sitting? Who am I sitting with? You know, is this a moish of leitzim? Is it a uh, I'm sitting around to talk lashon hara? Or I'm sitting around, tachlis, because I'm hurt by something and I want to figure myself out and I want to work things out. You know, and the receiver hopefully is in the same boat. Right? Those are true. Those are the people you want to be hanging around with. Those are the people you want to be with. If you're hanging around with people who are just venting and venting and venting, they're hurting themselves, they're hurting you, they're hurting the whole world, believe it or not. Yes, Dovi. Had something that you were followed up with, 
these pictures don't reflect. You do have your, uh, I don't know what you want to say, head there, but uh, it's, is it pointless to not use it? Or is it encouraged? Right, I, I mean, I, that was the quote we said yesterday, right? A smart person knows what to say, and a wise person knows whether to say it or not, or not to say it. So you have to be a chacham. You have to know some things that you can, that you need to say, sometimes things that you don't need to say. You have to be smart. Right? You also have to know yourself. Some people say too much, and some people say too little. If you're a guy who says too little, you might have to work on expressing, right? There's some people who are, who are very, who don't express themselves so much. So someone like that might have to work on expressing himself. And then you have some people who express themselves a lot, too much, and they have to learn to just, you know, not talk so much. You have to know yourself. And that you can ask a friend also. You can ask a friend. Is that something that is good for me to express? Or something that's not good for me to express? Yeah? How does this work with groups? If it's the one, if it's the one person you have to say, if it's one person, no one else, how does this work with, let's say, having groups or meetings? Yeah, that's a very good question. So they actually asked me, uh, um, they actually asked me, um, the guys from the army, they were here for Shabbos, so we were together, we spoke a little bit. They actually asked me, they said in the army, maybe Shomazalman you know, or Shimon, that in the army when you're together as a group, um, they like say negative things about people, that that's, that happens? A little bit. What? A little bit. No, I'm saying there's like a part that you're supposed to... <laughs> what? <laughs> no, is there something? No, is there something like that? They were saying that for the plu, like to strengthen what? What they do it to strengthen, right? So that's a little bit like you. Right, right, exactly. So I told them, I told them is that if you're in a group with people to, you're talking about saying lashon hara, saying about the people themselves. No, of course not. No, I'm sorry, I'm saying venting, not lashon hara. Vent, if you're, you're sitting in a group I, that I, everyone's venting, then it's a, that's a group. Right, right. So, right. That's a very good question. I have to look at that. It's a great question. It's a great question. If the purpose of the group, like Rabbi Tzvi is saying, that's what I told him about the army thing. If the purpose of the group is to help everybody in the group, and the purpose, but you know, no, you're right. Good, good. He's saying one well, person, correct. But I'm saying, but if you're in, if you're in group therapy, or you're in a, or you're in a 12-step program, and you're there, and there are people there, and you say, okay, my father did this to me, my mother did this, my cousin did this, my this guy this. First of all, it could be it's not lashon because they don't know who your father's anyway. That's fine, or your mother, or whatever it is. But it could be that the whole purpose of the group is l'toel. So that's not lashon. It's also most of these groups anyway are are what's it called? Um, what's the word? No, ma'om lim batchalat. What is it called? There. What? Anonymous. Anonymous. No, not yeah. Meaning you're not allowed to. Whatever is here stays here. Stay stay here. It stays here. Anyone who's what? Confidential. Confidential. Right? Anyone who's in a anyone who's in a group where you're working on things, anyone who's in a group working on things, so then you're going to be confidential and you're not there to sit around just to talk so other people know about it. You're you're that that, that yeah, Yehuda. So I think that that could that could be, could be. It's fine. Oh yes. That what? During what? Yeah, it's a great question. I like that question. It's a great question. I love that. I love that question. I, I'll tell you why I like that question. I like. I, I, li- I like. I'll tell you why I like that question. Yitzi's question is right. You're in a huddle. Rabbi Tzvi will let Rabbi Tzvi go first in this. Right. Right. You're in a huddle. <laughs> you're in a huddle and you're playing. Uh, you know, Monte Shabbos flag football, and you say, oh, that guy, you know, he's, he can't run, or you, blah, blah, blah. Is that Latoa? Is that Lashon? I'll tell you why I like the question. I like the question because the sensitivity of the question is beautiful. That's the way it's supposed to be. It's supposed to be, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. The sensitivity of that question. Um, what the answer is, I'm not sure. I, I don't want to answer it off the cuff right now. Um, I would say you have to be careful. You have to be careful. You probably have to be careful, right? Flag football already. We're not talking about the NFL. We're not talking about if you're playing uh, 
you know, uh, the national, the national team. <laughs> <laughs> I remember Rabbi Tzvi was playing on a Ramah, who was playing on a level. Right, a guy who's in the NFL might have a different thing. A, a guy, a yeshiva bacher, who's playing flag football, that sometimes we take it a little bit too serious. I mean, it's great to take sports serious, but you got to remember that you're in yeshiva playing flag football, right? <laughs> at the end of the day. Right, at the end of the, sorry, sorry, but I'm saying, you know, at the end of the day, right, it's only uh, it's cute football, and it's Lashonara. It could be Lashonara. Great, great point. Not sure. Right. Well said. Beautiful. Say, don't worry about the run. Like, what? Yeah. Right. Again, <laughs> a good coach. But first of all, if I can, if I can remember, if I can remember from my uh, playing ball days, also, right? You don't have to talk about the other team. You got to talk about you. You know what I'm saying? You got to talk about that. I we have to step up, and we have to play good. I have to play defense better. Watch out for number 43. Right? He's got a great. Whatever it is, so you don't have to. You don't have to. You don't have to put somebody down. You don't have to put somebody down to to become a better team. You Adaraba, you you strengthen your team and you strengthen yourself. So that's just even in, in the world of sports. You know that's a uh, that's that. Okay, good. Oh, Kavaldik. See, we're sitting here on Sarabatavis talking about uh, Lashon Hara, talking about Hilchus. Lashon Hara, talking about loving Jews more, talking about bettering ourselves. Hashem is looking down, and this is all we have to do. This is what Hashem wants us to do. This is how we better ourselves. This is how we better ourselves, is by talking about it, by learning, by learning it, by, by, by having these discussions. This is the only thing that we can do that can help us, or not the only thing, but this is a start, where we learn about these things and we discuss how we could be uh, how we could learn to to have better conversations, how we could learn to judge people better, how we could learn to love. That's how we're going to build the base of Migdash. It's Sipisali Yeshua. The Gemara says that everyone's going to be asked at the end of, of, of your day, after 120, did you, did you want Mashiach to come? What, what did you do for the building of the base of Migdash? What did you do? What was your, what was your contribution? And if a person says, I learned Hilchas Lashon Hara, and a person says, I didn't <coughs> talk bad about Jews, and I worked on looking at the good of every Jew. As the Imra says, it took him 14 years to see the good in other people. Could you imagine for us, 14 years of the Imra Emes' work. I'm talking about the Imra Emes' work. So for a person, don't get upset if you judge people negatively. It's a very <laughs> normal thing to judge people negatively. Yeah, what? Don't, don't, don't be upset at yourself if you judge people negatively. It's a very normal thing that people do, that we do. But what we can do is we can work on it. That's all we can do. We can work on ourselves to better ourselves, to see the good in everybody. Hashem should help us all today, especially today and every day, that we'll be Zoha to only see the good in other people. And through that will be Zoha that this Tishabov, because they say, Asara Batavis is where we stop Tishabov and we make Tishabov into a Yamtiv. So we should be Zoch. All we can do is we can pray to Hashem, we can down to Hashem. Hashem, help it that this Tishabov will be a Tishabov where we're building the base of Migdash and not mourning the base of Migdash. Okay, uh, we have a few minutes here uh, where I want to continue on two parts in the Mesil Sharma as we end Parak Chavbez. There are the, the second two parts of humility. We're talking about being humble, and there are four different parts. We're going to focus on the, on the last two parts of being humble. The first two parts we've been speaking about, which is a person being noeg atzmo b'shiflus, physically speaking a certain way, walking a certain way, and sitting a certain way. You don't have to always sit in the front, you could sit in the back. Right? Like I always say, you don't need shotgun. You don't have to be the guy who's first at the meal. You don't have to be the guy who talks, who's the big talker. It's okay. You could t- keep it down, right? And the way a person walks, not to go ahead and to walk with your nose up high, but to walk with humility. All of those things are mashpia. All those things influence. But as the Ramchal says, the main humility is vahayisi 
Shuffle be'enai, which is internal humility. It's what the Ramchal starts off saying, where he says it must be internal before it's external. Because if it's external humility, then you're a big balgaiva. Because you're acting like you're this humble person. But really, you hate everybody, and you're really an arrogant person. So the Ramchal says it starts from inside, and the way a person can work on it is by doing these actions on the outside. Yes? Why is the first step so he doesn't. I, that's, what, that's exactly what I was saying. He start, uh, we're just up to that. Thank you, David. He says, Ramchal starts off this parak by talking about internal. Then he says, now we can talk about the external affecting my internal. So the two things that affect a person's act internal is number one, the way he physically acts, and number two is being able to endure insult, to be soivel elbone which is one of the hardest things for a person to do, which is somebody, right, says something negative to you, somebody cuts you off, somebody does something, and especially like we said yesterday, if that person is wrong and you are right. Even when a person is right and you're wrong, it's difficult to accept defeat. But when a person, let's say, is wrong and you're right, to go ahead and to humble yourself, that's a very, very hard thing to do. Says the Ramchal, that's a gateway and a help for a person to become more humble. God willing, when you get married and you have children, you'll see that you don't need to run to anywhere to work on to be humble. Right? You could be work on being humble, as we said yesterday, that the Amora Rabbi Abahu said that I first said I was a humble person until I met Rabbi Abba from Akko. And when he said something and somebody else said something, just sitting at a table and having someone disagree with you, someone disagrees with you, you say, oh, I think, uh, you know, uh, this person is a good president. And that person says, no, he's not a good president. Right? Or I think this team, right? Have someone say, oh, I think the goat is, what's his name? Right? And he says, no, I think the goat is, what's his name? And then you argue. Just saying, okay, let me hear your point. Oh, wow, it could be that Michael Jordan actually is like the goat. No, I think LeBron James is the goat. Whatever the machlokas is, whatever you're going to say. Right? I don't think it's a machlokas, but I'm not going to get into that now. Right? But the point is, right? Right? But I've learned, I've learned when I talk to my children about these things, I've learned as the father, I'm going to teach them who the goat is. Sometimes to me it's okay. Let them, let me hear their opinion too. It's very humbling, right, when someone says, you know, and what are you talking about already? You're talking about, you're talking about, I mean, let's call it what it is. I love sports, guys. Let's call it what it is. You're talking about something that makes zero difference in your life. And that you'll get angry at a person, you'll walk around, you'll have a bad day, because he thinks that, that he's the goat, and I think not like that. So, so what, what's the point? What's the point? Right? It's crazy. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Right? So what's the point? The point is, humility is just somebody disagreeing with you. Oh, the best way to go to Yerushalayim is to make a right over here. Right? Uh, no, it's not. The best way to go to Yerushalayim is this, this way. And then you get angry at the guy. That's a normal thing. It's normal. But if you want to be humble, you accept that somebody could disagree with you, and it's okay that they disagreed with you. It's okay. It's okay. A lot of times, who cares? <laughs> right, correct. It's, all, it's, all, it's always who cares. But I'm saying, when you're in the moment, that's where the ego flares up, and you have to be right. i got to prove my point. And again, that's what I'm saying. Even if the person's wrong, right? Even if the person's wrong. Even if the person's wrong. To be able to listen to somebody who's wrong, to say, okay, I hear Okay, those are the first two. Question, comments on that, and then I want to go to the, sex, the second two today. I want to focus on the second two, which is really um, flows from here, but any question, comments on that? So, yes, Shia. What if, like, okay, never mind. I know the answer. So say it out anyway. Oh, no, so my question was, what if you know someone, like, not someone, like, what if you know, like, like the guy really has no idea what he's saying. Right. That's what I was like, saying. He's really yeah. preaching really strongly in his opinion. Right. You know he actually has no idea. No, so I'm saying, so I'm saying, so should I be like, should I be like, should I be like, should I send to the Rav with Rav saying, be like, you know, yeah, who cares? Or should I be like, this is going to like twist my mind. I can't be hearing this like non-truth. Right, so, so Shia, Shia, so that's the level of unknown that he's saying. 
The level of anova is to be able to say he disagrees, he holds his opinion. Great. Let him, let him, let him, let him, let him enjoy his opinion. That's, it is, it's a high level, but it's, but it's a humbling level. It's a beautiful level. You can let everybody have an opinion. It's beautiful. Now again, if you're a teacher, if you're someone who's giving over information, someone says five plus five is 11, and you're like, buddy, five plus five is not 11. That's what I'm saying. Okay, good. Let him think that five plus five is nuts. You could say, listen, it is nuts. You could say, you know, let me prove to you that five plus five is ten. And he's like, no, no, he's fighting you. So you have a choice. You can get angry. Or you could say, okay, live in the world of five plus five is eleven. I did my thing great. Go go knock yourself down. And hum that's humbling. What What's going to happen? What, you don't think your wife? You don't think your wife is going to is going to say five plus five is eleven? You don't think your wife? I don't mean that. I didn't mean that in a negative way. That your wife, and you don't think to your wife, you're going to say five plus five is eleven? You're going to you're going to look at things. A good marriage is not that you agree on things. That's not a good marriage. A good marriage is is that she thinks five plus five is ten, and I think five plus five is eleven, and we are able to live together the same, right? That's that. Um, can I just get a paper for a second? I don't want to. Yeah? That's that thing. That's got it. You don't need a paper. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Right? That's this. That's this. Um, right? Yeah. See, how'd you know I was going to do that, Shalom Zalman? Shalom Zalman knows. Shalom Zalman. Go ahead. Shalom Zalman knew. He knew exactly. He, he knew what I was going to do. Right? Is this a six or a nine? But there's a second. So if you look at it this way, so it depends. Is this a six? So when you're looking at those who are over here, see this as a nine. But us, here, we'll do it this way. The, this side of the base madrash, right? This is what for you guys? A nine. For this, it's what? Who's right? Six. 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 Right, exactly. Wait, 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 one second. to that paragraph. The question is, though, what did you write down? A six or a nine? Because it's not both. So Hashem, good, so it's not true. They say that subshot, by the way, I heard that subshot, Abu Bay will do a little client. One on here or one on here. So it's the same thing. Everyone wants to know how could it be a little bit different Well, that's why when you play so cards, depends. you have well, the numbers. So one second, hold up. But 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 what? But see. Okay, go. Kesh, you want to say something? The last thing you said on either either. That's fine. It's fine. Go. Um. So yeah, yeah, you got it. Yeah. Now 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 the problem is not when this side says that it's a six and this side says it's a nine. Oh, David, this is good. David, I want you to hear this. Right? Right? It's not, it's not when this side says that it's a 6 and this one says it's a 9. The problem is when this side says it's a 6 and this side says it's a 4. Right? Right. Okay. Okay. What, you don't think your kids, you don't think you're going to have your kids, you're, gonna, you're not going to have that challenge with your kids? You'll have that challenge with your kids. You're going to force them? I'm telling you that this is the way it is. I'm telling you, I'll beat it into you that this is the way it is. Whether verbally or whatever it is. You lead by example. You don't walk around. <laughs> old school. Not an old school. Right? We're in a new generation. <laughs> All right. What about the fact that some facts are facts? Like you're okay, good, yeah, yeah, five plus five is ten. Back. Good. You know what? You know what? Is it better to be right, or is it better to fight? Right? Is it better to be right, or is it better to be fight? I just made that up right now. I'm serious. What's better? So I'm right. So I'm right. I'm gonna prove. I'm gonna prove that I'm right, and it's worth it for me to mess up my relationship. It's worth it for me to mess up my marriage, to mess up my kids, to mess up everything, to sh prove that I'm right. You don't have to be right. You could be wrong. What? Right. Exactly. Exactly. So this is very good in keeping the main thing the main thing. I'm just saying the reason I'm saying the second part is to avoid liberalism. Where in this in today's world, too many people are saying it's okay. Right. Like, so there's also like this beautiful. And all that. Like let's beautiful. not fool ourselves. You're beautiful. Either a guy or beautiful. Girl. Beautiful. Right. Right. Like, right. right. So so just to, so just to so just to deal with what Shlomo Zalman is saying. We're not just with shite. Right. Exactly. Correct. Right. Right. One second. Shlomo Zalman, I just, I just want to, we'll get to you in a second, Rupsim Karaba. What Shlomo Zalman is saying, that's the importance, what Shlomo Zalman is saying, of Baruch Hashem, we have a Shulchan Aruch, you have a Shulchan Aruch, and you have a Torah, and you have Rebbeim, and you have a, a way of life, 
that that helps you with that. But as far as as far as this, you're not going to get into liberalism. As long as you have the Shulchan Aruch, you have the Torah, you'll be fine. That, that, that people who are into liberalism like that, they don't have the Torah. They don't have that. And only don't the Shulchan Aruch is the right. It's not that also this is right. Correct, also correct, correct, exactly, correct. A hundred percent. A million, a hundred percent. What are you guys arguing on that? Okay, okay. So that, 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 that's not, that's not, we're in the world, all of us here in the world of Shulchan Aruch, Mishabura, Halacha, that's fine. Who's happy over being right? Yes, from Simcha Rabba. So, thank you for your patience. Just the way that Shaiyas is questioning, he mentioned he's like, oh, but it's like triple out of my mind and things like that. I just want to put something on the table. If you're if you're somebody that let's say you want to be Mechazic Jews. And you're talking to a Jew who happens to be a liberal, but you're not. Your value system isn't strong enough. So you think that you're going to do your humility and acceptance, and meanwhile you just come back all permission in your mind. So it's okay. You're not ready to be humble. Right. So just be. It doesn't. Just because humility is an amazing thing, it's very possible that. And you're not holding by that. You're not supposed to be humble you, because yeah, you're, the guy is going to permission your mind. So like you know, let Rabbi Fisher deal with like you know the. You know the the way out there, and, and I'll I, I won't be humble, and I'll right. say Beautiful. how it is, Beautiful. and I'll say my opinion, and I'll I'll be a bad guy, but because I'm not holding there, because if I start thinking about you know getting married to a dog, like I, I don't know, it's just it's, <laughs> who knows what I'll do. My I'm just saying, so like it's like it's okay if I'm not humble yet. We're talking. This is humble. If it's gonna affect me that way, then I'm not ready for that. Like okay. talking, Beautiful. That's Beautiful. number one. Mean, number two, if anybody um if anybody feels like it's not fair, oh like. You know, you said like, oh, we get into these arguments that. So um, I just want you to know, everybody um, in Gemara, it's a mitzvah to get into these arguments. So like, if you feel like you really want to talk about like sports and and be right and you talk about this, so there's something that you can talk about and like it's a mitzvah there, right? So you get that like. Beautiful. I do. I do want to say even I do want to say in learning as well. Simcha Kharaba, 100 percent. In learning as well, sometimes you could be learning with someone. Right, where the person is trying to prove his point and he loses the whole point. You know, and uh, trying to understand what the Gemara is saying, not what I'm trying to say. Yeah. If this, um, if this woman is walking around doing the final spot, it's the letter. <laughs> if this woman? Wait, if this woman or is, if my wife? If my wife. That's not, that's not this woman. You hear the difference? Good. Well, let's start with that. <laughs> I'm not worried. When Yitzhi Mirzashem gets married, it's going to be his wife. It's not going to be this woman. That's for sure. It'll be the queen. The queen. Yitzhi's going to treat his wife like he treats everybody, like a, like a queen. Right. Yes, you can have constructive. We're getting into now shalom bias, right? Uh, conversation. Yes, you can. You can help. Right. Right. What? Right. Right. If you, there's nothing wrong with having. There's nothing wrong with having a mature conversation. There's nothing wrong. Just we all know the difference between having a mature conversation where two people are learning to listen to each other and to gain from each other and to hear their perspective. When you have two people, when you're yes, when you argue yes. your wife, it should be about finding yes. the truth, yes. not about exactly. pride. Correct, but it's not always like that. But a hundred percent, we're not talking about two humble, mature people are going to sit there and they're going to listen to each other and they're going to try and understand each other's perspectives. But if every second was like that, then that's a high madrega of anav. It's not like that. We have an ego. We have a physical anochius. We have our ego. And it prevents us from, from looking at things that way. And sometimes we have to be right. And we have a lot of triggers. People have triggers that bring them from back to their trauma or whatever they've gone through. And your wife will say something or somebody will say something and it triggers you to hate that person or it triggers you to say, no, this is the way it is and this, uh, that's it. But 100%, 100%, if you could sit down to have a mature conversation, yes. Correct, 100%. 100%, yes. That's easy, that's easy. It's when she doesn't get it. It's when you don't get it. 
So when you when right, we've all we've. Uh, where, where's the line of being a pushover and, and no, I'm saying forget marriage. I'm saying even, even like even in yeshiva. Where's the line of like, being a pushover and being humble? Where, right. If everything if everything is, is okay, then, then 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 things will turn. So so let's talk about yeshiva. So we, can we talk about yeshiva? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 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 in yeshiva, let's say someone like yourself. Well, it's not everyone. Everyone has different situations. Somebody who's in the base medrash basically all day, right? He could be a pushover. Be a pushover. Shy, are you right? You're in base medrash, it's okay. When you go to lunchroom, you could be a little bit of a pushover. Let's say, let someone go before you. When you're in the dorm, your dorm room, you don't spend so much time in your room anyway. Person's in base medrash. What's a pushover? He's learning b'chavrusa. I'll listen to his chavrusa. Even though Rav Simcha Rabbah is right that there is a there's a uh, you know, a, a, uh, a fighting, right? You see there's that famous, uh, you ever saw that video of Rav Baxt? And uh, you never saw this. Uh, yeah, I see Shmuel Biermel. Anyone see that video? Yeah, you've seen it, uh, You see, it's not for the, it's not for the, it's not, it's rated, it's, it's not for the, for uh, the guys. All the, you see Shmuel Biermel and Rav Baxt literally like fighting and learning. Okay, I don't know if we're holding by that, literally fighting and learning. I'm saying maybe a pushover if you want to get your shot right, but to a point. <coughs> yeah, a bacha like you, Shai, could be, it's okay. What are you worried about? What are you worried about? And when it comes to marriage, we'll talk about that as we talk about how it is. You don't have to stand, you don't have to... Okay? Make sense? It's not a pushover. It's okay. Yes? Okay, yeah, Shalom Zalman. So I have like a question, I think, uh, like a way of a comment, and we'll see how it goes. But basically, Mayor, Mayor says this a lot, that we have to be open to suggestion at a people, right? Like, it's very important to be open to suggestion of not, not the way we think that things will, will cause the right thing. Um, so yeah, so I think a lot of times we'll disagree with somebody because 5 plus 5 is like, somebody saying it's 10 and obviously it's 11. It's because like we're not sure about ourselves and then we're not open to suggestion. But also from the other standpoint of it, like so Haraba said is you don't you, you a lot of times I don't want to say shouldn't, but you shouldn't be open to suggestion of people who are liberals or so on. So it's like well, it's an interesting situation where you have to be open yeah. where you have to be open to suggestion to. You can't be open to suggestion everywhere, like you have to know who you're talking to, I guess. I don't right. know. So yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, I, I think it's that like reading a book. Some people don't read books because there are books that have things that are about Christianity or things. Somebody should always always read the right books. But if, but if somebody's reading books, should obviously only be reading if they're able to be able to discern information by reading that. Hey, this is obviously not true, not for me. This is somebody else with a different mindset. Read. You can still read it to understand their mindset understand how they got to there. But if but you're not, it's not for me. If you're not strong enough. Right, right. Ain't a Ain't a Ain't a Ain't a 100%. Yes. Yeah, exactly. 100%. 100%. Yes, for this one. Very good. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. Well said. Well said.
Hi, Rabbi, Rabbi Small is saying to understand. Very good. Shalom Zalman, this, this, could, this could answer your question also. What's the context of the conversation? What's my goal of the conversation? Like he was saying, and my goal of the conversation is you're in a committee, you're running a business, you're, tr- you know, uh, trying to uh, give over a certain uh, message of something. So it could be that you have to make sure that five plus five is uh, like this, and you could tell somebody you're wrong and blah blah blah. But if the but it, but Rabbi Small is saying, if the point of the conversation is to connect to somebody, the point of the conversation is to whatever it might be, then it doesn't make sense to to, to argue with with the person and to listen to them. Yeah. Uh, so just Beautiful. To, Thank you. Uh, clarify so. So the understanding that I'm getting from from the Makkah about what the point, like what the underlying point, though, definitely what you were saying earlier, was just be able to like, uh, uh, like, uh, um, uh, 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 be able to um, accept like everything that's going on because you're realizing that you're not in control. So, right. So the whole like um, idea of it is just is just. Is just to be able to live without having to have everybody else fit into how I want the world to be. Correct. So I guess the reason why I felt that I wanted to say this was because like I started getting a little confused maybe by some like comments that have been going on today during like this year about like what other people might believe, but then that's going against the whole idea of what Tamkhal is saying. You know? Correct. Like the only thing that I got like I just got which is also what he says that I gotta stay within my Dalaramas. And Zahu, right. So it doesn't even come down to whether somebody else's reality is right. To the Beautiful. Or Beautiful. Like at the end of the day, humility isn't about, oh, like I need to figure out who I am, not based off, you know, meaning because because five plus five isn't eleven and because five, so therefore I'm it's just me figuring out who I am and being able to figure out who I am without letting other people figuring out who they are. Bother me, right? Beautiful, beautiful, bother. beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. I, I want to say on what Yehuda is saying. I want to end off. I want to end off. Uh, point. Yeah. No, I was reading. I was reading the Seven Habits, and it was saying that they did this survey where they gave like they had like a bunch of people, and they gave half the people this picture of like this young beautiful woman, and they gave right, right. a picture of like an old, old lady. lady, right? And then they blended the two together, and when they were looking at it. They, they showed the people exactly. that picture, and then they were arguing which, which one, one it is. is. Right. And the whole time they were angry and just arguing with each other, they weren't understanding other person's perspective. Right. But once Beautiful. They calmed down and started actually trying to see the other person's perspective, Beautiful. they ended up that to be humble is to be able to see and to accept that somebody else has a different perspective. I want to end off with this. It's skipping a little bit to the to um, to Parak Chav Gimel, but just to read a line that I think is a very powerful line that the Ramchal says. And he says, the Al Hakol, we'll get to it, because he talks about how a person acquires humility. Now listen to the line that he says. The Al Hakol, Yisponen Tamid Lahakir Chulshas for a person to recognize the weakness of a person's brain, and how Yoser Karov, there's one of my favorite lines in the Masil Zisharim, Yoser Karov Lotamid Hataos Ha'amitas. Which basically means that is a humble line. Right? But it's, he's talking about how to acquire <laughs> humility. He's saying most of the time you are wrong about what you think about people, what you think about things most of the times. Again, that doesn't mean you're wrong that 5 plus 5 is 10. But the point is that a lot of times when you're arguing with someone or you think something about someone or you think something about a situation, Ramchal says straight out, he says, you're most of the time you're wrong, Al-Kain. Yira tamid mehasakana hazos. Be very careful from this. The yivakesh is what Yehuda Ruz was saying. The yivakesh tamid lilmoid mikol adam. The lishmoa tamid leitza pen yikasha. That is why we need each other. That's why we need friends. That's why you need rebellion. 
to teach you and to help you to listen to someone else's perspective. Because when you think you're always right, and you think that it's always, right, I remember reading this thing about this big executive that was sitting in this meeting with 15 people, and he was sitting there, and the entire meeting, they were talking about, it was maybe a committee discussing something, and the whole time he didn't say a word, and he let all the other people say their opinion. At the end of the meeting, someone came over to him and says, there were 15 people in this meeting. You were one of them. You didn't say one word about your opinion. Why didn't you say your, anything about your opinion? So know what he said? He said, I know my opinion. What I want to do is I want to listen and hear everybody else's opinion. That's what he says. So now I just got myself another 15 opinions about something. My opinion I know. But to go ahead and to humble yourself to hear someone else's perspective, that is one of the ways that a person acquires to become humble. Hashem should help each and every one of us. As, like we said, it's Asara Batavis. It's a time of a person. You can never lose. What was the line yesterday, Mayor? What did you say? Um, it's na- 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 never miss a good chance to say nah. Never miss a good never chance to never say, never miss a good chance to say nothing. Right? It's always good for a person. You're never going to lose by listening, as the Grah says. That's why we have two ears and one mouth, so we can listen more and listen more. And no one's going to hate you by, for being a listener. Only someone can hate you for being a talker. It's really, it's really yeah. Not today, it says that, when, uh-huh. that Moshe didn't want to tell Parai uh-huh. because the stargazers. Because they might catch him. They might catch him. That is beautiful. It's loaded. Okay. Hashem should help us all. We should all be Zoha. Today is Asara Batavis. We should all be Zoha. Nachbasa Durachenu Menachkora. We should all be Zoha today, not just to fast, but to also do what's the purpose of today. And that is for us to introspect and to think about our lives. And I want to say, it's a tremendous, I don't know if everyone has had a chance to meet Shmaryo, who's... Uh, I, I was telling him this morning, I was telling him this morning that when the Hanukkah lift, he came right after Hanukkah, whenever it's the end of Hanukkah, and that last candle goes out, usually it's, right, the Zos Hanukkah at the end, and I'm waiting, because I still want that candle that goes out, and there's a sadness that I somehow have to keep Hanukkah going. So I said, Baruch Shem, Shmario is keeping our Hanukkah lit. He's keeping the light going. And it's an honor and so special to have you here. Stay, keep on, just keep on staying. That's all I could say. Um, thank you. And Yechiel, wonderful as well. Yechiel, thank you for being here as well. Yechiel. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Shkoch. Yes. Um, so in the last week we said with the with the with the